Hi, I'm JP. And I'm Adam. I've never seen Lost. I have. I'm told that it's good. I liked it. I'm told that it made sense. Sort of. But we're watching it out of order. So it definitely won't make sense. But it might still be good. Since we won't expect it to make sense, we'll still be able to appreciate each episode on its own merits as a one-hour story. Sometimes two or three. As opposed to just a fraction of an ongoing, sprawling, and increasingly complex tangle of relationships, personal stories, mysteries, mythologies, experiments, social dynamics, unnatural disasters, unanswered questions, and hot tropical hookups. Are you okay? I'm not sure. Because you lost me a little bit there at the end. Good, because I've been lost since the beginning. We're, We're lost, lost on Lost. Welcome everybody to Lost on Lost. I'm JP Russell and I'm joined as always by my friend, your friend, and Enkido's friend, Adam Busher. <laughs> That's me, baby. I did I did more research into the tale of Gilgamesh, I think, than any lost research that I've done uh, up to this point, which is to say upwards of 12 seconds. Um Adam, I wanted to give you and our listeners a, a quick update. Um, so I recently had to do a project for work where I had to tie like a big 12 by 12 silk in between these four metal um, pillars, okay. uh, structural pillars to like suspend a big silk sort of overhead horizontally. I had to tie four trucker's hitches in a row. Oh. Uh, and let me tell you, my trucker's hitches have improved drastically um however the finishing knot which is a very simple slip knot i fucked up four out of four times wow. um in searching how to do the finishing knot the sheep shank knot came up um and i had some sort of drug induced flashback Excellent. so still not there nobody's perfect but i'm working on it yeah i mean you know we, we you just take it one knot at a time that's all yeah, yeah. so that's so. our canonical canonical, canonical knots, knots update <laughs> Uh, I have I have also some business. Oh, go for it! Yeah, from, from our previous episode, I need to make a retraction. Um, Ooh, which I I'm I'm hoping will not become uh one of my regular segments. Me making a retraction, but it probably will because I don't look into stuff before I say it, and then I That's say fine. it, and then I find out it was wrong later. Um, yeah. this the the show that you referenced in our last episode, Dirty Sexy Money. <laughs> Yes. That was not the ABC Christopher Titus vehicle that I thought it was. <gasps> oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, Dirty Sexy Money actually starred uh, Peter Krause of Sports Night fame. <laughs> oh, I could, you know what? I could honestly see like I could kind of get those like mentally scrambled, though. But there, there are other key pieces of information about this that led to me getting them confused. Okay. They premiered within a day of each other. And when they premiered, I wanted to watch both of them because I'm a fan of not only Christopher Titus, Titus, but Peter Krause. Yeah. The show that Chris Titus was in was called Big Shots. It had um, Josh Molina from the West Wing and Dylan McDermott. That was the one that that was called Big Shots. And that was like the boy version of Sex in the City. And it was <laughs> god awful. Um, so that's uh, that's my retraction. Hey, you know what we're doing today, Adam? What are we doing today? We're not talking about any of this shit. We're talking about collision. <laughs> Oh, thank Christ. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Collision, the eighth episode of season two and the 33rd episode overall, has a centric character in it. You know, everyone's favorite rights violator, Ooh. Ana Lucia Cortez. <laughs> Collision takes place on the 48th day after the crash of Oceanic Flight 815. Adam? Yeah? Do you have a recap for us? Yeah. Do it. We can't guarantee your safety. 
On the island, Ana Lucia Cortez tries to control the fallout of her killing of Shannon Rutherford by tying up Saeed Jarrah, quickly losing the confidence of her fellow tail section survivors. Mm -hmm. On the beach, Dr. Jack Shepard is mystified by the appearance of mango on an island where the primary staple food is fucking mango. Kate Austin, Charlie Pace, and Hugo Reyes almost sidetrack us into another meaningless golf-related C-plot, but are thwarted by our lord and savior, Mr. Echo. <laughs> Elsewhere on the island, John Locke holds down the hatch and delivers dialogue consisting solely of questions. Mm -hmm. Before the crash, a bunch of shitty LAPD shit happens and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Will the tailies acclimate to their new home on Survivor Beach? Does Saeed have a concussion? Did Sullivan's rash ever get better? Find out not this week, it's collision here on Lost on Lost. <laughs> There's there's been a, a lot of things that you've said that I've wanted to put on t-shirts. That bit about the LAPD might be the first one that I actually do it. That'll be that'll be our first merch. Yeah. <laughs> JP. Yeah. We don't have a guest. <laughs> Adam, what do you mean we don't have a guest? Have we alienated all of our friends and relatives? <laughs> Surprisingly, no. Um, you and I talked about this a lot. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and, and due to the content of this episode, we didn't necessarily want to have a guest. <laughs> yeah, our, the, the other Anna Lucy episode, we had our good friend Eric on, mm -hmm. and Eric did the best he could yeah. with a, another tough subject episode. And we were like, well, who else do we bring on? And Eric volunteered. He said, I'll come back for him. I'm like, do you want to be the resident cop episode guy? And he's like, yeah, on second thought, no. Yeah. He's like, if you really need somebody, I'll come on. But man, I don't want to talk about cops. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. yeah, we're just we're doing this one. Well, uh, just, just just old Adam and and, and JP. Yeah, yeah. So Collision, uh, Collision originally aired on November twenty third, two thousand five. It was written by uh, Javier Grillo Marsois and Leonard Dick, and was directed by Stephen Williams. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Javier uh, directed a short film called Cops on the Edge. Stephen Williams directed three episodes of How to Get Away with Murder. Right. And Leonard Dick wrote for Mad TV in 1995. Sick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Collision. Boy. Um... Yeah, we start off uh, at the range. Uh, I don't see it's a pretty good shot, it seems like. Yeah, just don't aim for the neck. That's why right. there's not circles there, you know? <laughs> it's one of the most narrow parts of the body. Aim for the head or the, yeah. or the chest, you know? Yeah. Don't, don't, don't do anything too flashy there, hotshot. Right. It's, uh, like, I, I picked up on this immediately. Like, she's in her street clothes. I was like, this is, this is a requalification thing. Yeah, If totally. this was work-related, she'd be in uniform, I would assume. Like, right. I, I just assumed that right next to her was Riggs and Murtaugh, and Riggs is shooting the smiley face into the target, like, right. in the first Lethal Weapon. Right, yeah. With, with his, uh, with his laser-sighted Beretta that he has in yeah. Lethal Weapon 4. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we cut to a, um... Counselor, psychologist, therapist, psychiatrist, therapist. Yeah. Right off the bat, either the the rear element on the lens was dirty, or they're using soft FX filter on her, or glimmer glass, or something. Because, like, from a cinematography perspective, her shot looked real Vaseline. I think is the only <laughs> way to to <laughs> describe it. It's like the same the same way they used to shoot uh, Sybil Shepherd in Moonlighting. Like. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, she's having a, a conversation with a, some sort of mental health professional whose name I don't think we get. Uh, but they're they're talking, says something about, was it Denny or Danny, Danny. left? Yeah, Danny. She asked me about Danny. Danny left. He asked, you know, how was the rain? She's like, good. <laughs> like, with a little too much fucking glee. Right. I was just like, I had, a, I had just like a pocket full of red flags that I was like, ready to just like <laughs> throw at the television anytime <laughs> something happened in this episode. And I was like, there's number one. <laughs> You had him on your belt like Coach Brandle. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. The the way she responded, I, I was like, nope, you be normal about that. I don't care how you actually feel. Just <laughs> Yeah. She's like, it's, it's really good to hold a gun again. I'm like, mm, okay. I mean, you whatever. like guns. I like guns. I like guns, but I man. I would it, never say that if somebody asked me how the range was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what else I don't do as a responsible gun owner, and we'll get into this, but I don't just, like, rub a loaded gun against my head yeah. a whole bunch with yeah. my finger on the trigger, but yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get yeah, to that. Yeah. Um, it becomes pretty clear uh, even before the question of, do you think you're ready to go back to work, comes out. It becomes pretty clear that this is the, the classic television trope of the post-officer-involved shooting right. therapy that you see in a lot of different cop TV shows. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they use the gun in the line, and then they got to go see a therapist or see a, a counselor yeah. before they can come mm-hmm. back to work. Yeah, you just get some paid time off. E- yeah. Even if it's like a clear like self-defense, you're yeah. in the right, like yeah, we're not even, even... Exactly, even in the, like, the cleanest uh, and most of... Like, like appropriate as far as the department's regulations are concerned um mm-hmm. yeah it's it's basically mandatory and basically we all know that because of television <laughs> yeah but uh so basically you know he ends up being the determining factor that she's ready to go back out and he has her badge right right yeah. there yeah, yeah, which yeah. is interesting because i'm curious as to like w- what if she'd have been like oh man the rage went terrible like i was shaky right. i didn't feel comfortable i was jumpy he'd be like "Ooh." he just, just goes up he goes to his desk and just puts it in the drawer just like uh well you know that's uh, you work through it and we'll talk yeah. again next week <laughs> i got this application for you it's a job application for arby's you <laughs> won't have to shoot anyone hopefully <laughs> fuck i could go for some arby's right now oh god i'm so hungry <laughs> The, um, the, 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 she has a level of disdain in her voice. Yeah. That's, it's not overt. It's not like she's like spitting in this dude's face, like just sign off so I can go back to work. But Mm -hmm. you can tell that she's just going through this because she has to. Yeah. But like, like I said, she's not throwing into this dude's face. So like there's, she's showing more restraint here than you've seen in other cop TV shows Mm -hmm. in this same scene. So, so that was kind of nice. They didn't, they didn't go real nuts with this trope. So no. Uh, cut back to the island. Uh, yeah. If I'm checking my notes right here. Yep, this is the third time we've dealt with Shannon being dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Shannon's de- zero days on the podcast since Shannon's been dead. Special guest star, Maggie Grace. Uh, Former um, regular cast member, now special guest star, Maggie yeah, Grace. Special guest corpse yep. um so yeah shannon shannon's dead saeed's just kind of holding her dead body we haven't really seen what's led up to this exactly we saw a minute of it in the flashback of uh the other 48 days yeah yeah yeah. and we've known that anna lucia is the one that shoots her we don't really know the circumstances exactly surrounding it but saeed is uh distraught Putting it mildly. Yeah. Because <laughs> he shifts into just like Hulk mode. Yeah. And is prepared to lay waste to this entire group of people. Starting right. with Anna Lucia. So 
Okay, the, we're going to have to do a bunch of bouncing around yeah. in this, unfortunately, because there's just some shit I don't understand. Now, we've talked pretty extensively in this podcast. If you've got a gun pointed at somebody and somebody else has a gun yep. and they draw up on you, it's time to nut up or shut up. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Otherwise, you're just in a standoff. Yeah, you don't put your your gun on the target and you put your finger on the trigger until you're ready to pull. Right. That applies to living targets or regular targets. Right. And it's pointed at something you're intending to kill or destroy. Right. right. These are exactly. the, the fundamentals of firearm safety. Right. Anna Lucia later in this episode talks about how a burglar got the drop on her because mm-hmm. he reached for something. Yep. And she hesitated yep. and he shot her four times. Right. Saeed straight up just starts lunging toward her and has a gun and she lets him point it right at her. Yeah. If anything from like a character continuity perspective, like they should have done something to avoid Saeed being actually able to get the draw on her yeah. because everything about Anna Lucia says she would not have hesitated. No. She just would have blown him away. Exactly. Like he, he would have taken, he would have looked at her and she right. would have pulled the trigger. Like that's, right. yeah. So I, I really was struggling with that sort of little yeah. instant right there. But yeah, Mr. Echo intervenes. And they just have like a knockdown drag out fight. And right. I mean, they're they're both on uneven ground, right? They're both yeah. in the mud. And it's muddy as hell because it's st- still actively raining. Right. And and Said is already a very competent fighter yeah. or, or just survivalist. Mm-hmm. Now, like you said, he's in full Hulk mode. Mm-hmm. Um, if it were anyone else, I think Mr. Echo, you know, just would have done the thing that Mr. Echo does and just neatly folded his clothes with Said still in them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, they actually, they have a good little tussle there. Yeah, yeah. It takes like everything in Echo to shut Said down. Oh, yeah. What's he end up, how does he end up knocking him out? Uh, I think Anna Lucia hits uh, oh, yeah, Said yeah, over yeah. the head with like a rock or, that's or right, just that's something. Right. Yeah, like they're tangled it's, up. It's in really brief. Yeah. 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 Uh, and he gets knocked out. Yeah. And so Said goes down. Um, a little bit of trivia about this. Uh, we, we talked about this in the past about trying to keep track of the various head injuries that occur in the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, apparently we're not the only ones to have noticed that because while I was cruising around Lostpedia earlier today, um, there's a whole article on Lostpedia titled Head Injuries where somebody has done the thing we've talked about which keeps track of all the head injuries throughout the show. Oh my god. Uh, I will send you a link. Um, oh uh, my god. I love the fucking lost community. You so other good. you just crazy sons of bitches. I love it. But uh way down at the bottom there's a really interesting tidbit. Uh, they they let us know who is the person who received the most head injuries throughout the Who is it? This one, Mr. Saijira. Oh my god. <laughs> How is he still the smartest guy on the island? <laughs> well, here's another interesting fact. There are 45 separate head injuries that they cataloged. What? Uh, uh, and one other bit of trivia on there is that only three of them have any lasting effects. One of the three, the lasting effects are negative. <laughs> the other two are positive. <laughs> what are you saying right now? <laughs> so I'll, I, will, I will send you this link. Um, but yeah, oh it's pretty God. amazing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so yeah, so he gets clobbered. Um, oh my god! And uh, Ana Lucia pulls uh, her gun on everyone. Yeah, and she's like moving it 
super erratically, just like up and down, like Michael's body. Like, she's moving. The, uh, yeah, like she's like she's reloading at the fucking Area 51 arcade cabinet game. <laughs> like shoot off screen to reload. Like that's what she's doing. Like I remember doing that when I was 14 at fucking Chuck E. Cheese. Like <laughs> uh, I went to an arcade last year and did that. It was amazing. No, that was this year. Fuck. It was oh, so good. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, I, like if they were trying to make her look erratic, they fucking sold it. Like, yeah. and and Michael's like, "Are you crazy?" You know, and it's like for Michael to say that that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, Michael turns crazy and is also kind of an idiot, and he's yeah, right. actually doing really good in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, tells Echo to tie up Saeed. He's like, "Nah." <laughs> she tells Libby to tie up Saeed. She's also like, mm. "Yeah." Um, Her rationale is, "He tried to kill you." Yeah. Because you did kill someone. Right. <laughs> she does not see the like her own flaw until very late in this Why episode. Why are you talking about old shit? Yeah. That was weeks ago. <laughs> That's five minutes ago. She's right there. Huh? Oh, man. Um, I know what I'm doing is what she says to her yeah. uh, friends as she wildly points a gun at all of them. <laughs> right. Also, like, I, I, I don't know if I missed this, you know, for like, especially Michael, who's standing there. Mm hmm. Uh, you know, so- Sawyer's incapacitated. Jin yeah. doesn't speak great English. <laughs> but does Michael say at any point, like, hey, this is one of my friends? Like, I know this guy? No. I I don't think so. I, I don't recall really hearing anything like that either. And yes, I thought that was a little strange myself. Because, mm. um, yeah, it's like, no, no, he's, you know, he's he's one of the middle sections. Like, anything. Say, right. like, try to right. call, like, I don't know. Maybe he recognized know. that she was not going to be able to be talked down and just saved his breath. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, cut to the precinct. Yeah, flashback to Alosia in her uh, uniform back at the yeah. shop. That belt looks like it's for someone much larger than her. I know cop belts are big, but man, that thing <laughs> looked massive on her. Yeah. Well, that cop gag that they use for the from the props department, like that, uh, like most of that stuff's all rubber, and it just like yeah. comes in a big like pelican case, and they're just like, here's all the cop shit. Strap your radio on. It's all just like right. goofy. It's like one size fits all when it comes to yeah. property cop right. stuff. But yeah, uh, her um, who we know is her mother. Yeah, is also her commanding officer her boss whatever yeah. and is like here's your new assignment it's evidence and she's not happy about that yeah she 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 gets all uh irate you're gonna put me behind a desk she asked for a transfer she's like if you're not gonna put me on out on patrol transfer me uh right. why were you subordinate to your mother in the first place why were right. you in this division like that that's, seems that like a, a big conflict of interest yeah that was that was one of the things where i was like eh, only only in tv <laughs> Because if she left the academy and they're like, we're signing you to assigning uh, you to West Hollywood, uh, where your mom's the captain, she'd be like, uh, are you sure that's not? And they're like, oh, that was the person above you. Sorry, we're assigning you to Central or Hollenbeck or something like you're not doing that. I don't know. It might just be some LAPD shit. Well, that's true. That's that's 100%. <laughs> Uh, sorry, from a cinematography perspective, the color temperature was all over the place with their lighting. There's daylight edge with some, like, a little too tungsten-y key. There's some fluorescent overhead. The, there's a fixture that's too close to the edge of frame. It was not a well-lit scene. Yeah. Uh, she gets what she wants with yeah. very little resistance from her captain mom. Like, Right. Like, I, I don't, like, oh, if you're going to. Stick me behind a desk, transfer me. Fine, I'll transfer yeah, you, transfer and then you. they'll put you behind a desk. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I don't know. but her mom's like, yeah, I'll put you back on patrol. I don't. If, if 
why? No, whatever. Because you spoke at me in Spanish, so that means that you're serious, I guess? I, don't I know. guess. I don't know. There's this dude in this scene. Rags. <laughs> why is he? There? Named character. Rags. Two G's. Rags. Why? <laughs> uh, Auto C, you got a phone call. Uh, hey, Cap, Auto C is here. Is he a secretary? I, don't, I assume he's a plain clothes cop because he's wearing a suit, but like. Uh, yeah, like. Whatever. <laughs> so he's like, hey, you got a call. He walks away. All right. Try to act surprised. They got you a cake. <laughs> if you wanted her to act surprised, don't tell her it's a cake. I tell her. <laughs> she was going to find out in 30 seconds. <laughs> um, we cut back to the island. Yeah. Um, back to Survivor Beach. Jack's filling up a water bottle at the old... Get your fucking grubby hands out of the people's drinking water, Jack. Right, yeah. There's got to be a better way to collect... Because I'm assuming this is some sort of rain catcher at this point. Yeah. Or, or maybe the catch for Michael's aqueduct that he designed and potentially maybe... It's or, something. It's the first time we've really seen it. Like... Yeah, it's a water source on the island that they've built. So, good work, y'all. Rose walks up. She's just a breath of fresh air as always oh god like when she comes up and she just like is she she acts as though she's at like just like a a, a picnic or a barbecue like (laughs) every day no matter what like you can't you can't bring her down you can't like her she hey good to see you get some sun like yeah get out of the hatch you're doing weird esoteric things in there you need to you need to get out and play with the other kids everybody out here's been like it's it's a two and a half months since the plane crashed and i was just like good to see you getting your vitamin d like (laughs) i need i need a rose in my life man i love it i love it so much but yeah this here have some fruit i hear it's good for you i like they actually like this conversation between the two of them i was like this is nice jack's not acting like a prick he's like no interacting with her and like being like human borderline human regular human i don't know like this you could have this conversation at a at a ralph's or fucking whole foods like (laughs) in front of the fruit like which is which is great that he's acting um like a like a real person because he's about to act like a real cocksucker for the next 30 minutes (laughs) uh Uh, splash golf ball in water into the water gross somebody's somebody's shooting golf balls into the kitchen so jack goes to investigate they're dude okay listen yeah people have died from being domed in the head by golf balls like right in the temple yeah don't fire off the golf balls toward the camp full of people right like you know the, you got the, the beach whole other huge. beach you got the rest of the fucking island you got right. a golf course right you don't even have to move you can just <laughs> face the other direction right from where they're fighting <laughs> But I mean, look who it is. Yeah. It's Charlie and Hurley and Kate. So like, <laughs> they, they probably didn't even get through the sentence. Hey, do you guys want to play g- driving range? They probably got yeah. halfway through that and they were already doing it having put zero thought into it. Okay. I don't want to spend more fucking time on golf, but here we go. You're also <laughs> right by the water. Yeah. Right. Jack also shanks a ball into the woods and Kate's like, eh, just take the drop. We got more balls. You guys are on a fucking island. You've been stuck here. The golf is the one thing you have to decompress, be fun, yada, yada. You have a finite number of golf balls. Right. Don't shoot them anywhere near the water no. or on the beach where you can lose it in a second. Right. Like you're going to start losing balls very quickly and then no more fun time. Right. Exactly. Like, you get the, there is, you're you run out of balls and then you're hitting rocks and be like well this obviously doesn't work right you know 
you can say you can say just take the drop we'll get it we have more balls you can only say that so many times before it's don't lose that fucking ball (laughs) (laughs) right you should have six people watching to make sure they know where the fuck it goes nobody plays golf alone the buddy system we need three people watching the ball (laughs) yeah while the other person shoots They're super oh. loosey goosey with guns and golf balls, and I don't appreciate it's either. not. It's it's poor management of their resources. Yes, you're one hundred percent right. Um, and they're shooting all of Hurley's ranch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Jack walks up to uh, remind everyone that he's a misogynist. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, I'm much better at golf than any of you because I'm white. And a doctor. <laughs> His and... justification is he's a doctor, which is a, it's it's a it's a it's a joke. It's a right. I don't know if it's a good joke, but it's a joke. And yeah. He's trying to he's trying to tell a joke. Maybe he got all like you know charismaed up from the conversation with Rose. He's like, I could still interact with regular people. And yeah, he fucking blows it with this doctor joke. And he tries to he tries to download like joke.exe like Zuckerberg. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna go over here and interact with the poor's, not knowing that Hurley is like probably three times richer than he'll oh ever be. Yeah, big time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Jack says he's better than golf. Kate is sassy and says uh, she challenges him to three hole shoot off because they don't have clearly did Jack didn't have anything to do today. Uh, yeah, neither did she. Neither did Hurley or Charlie. Um, nobody's got anything to do today. Yeah. So let's I just wrote, I hate this scene. Um, <laughs> back to the tailies. Sawyer's not doing great, trying to get him to drink some water. Saeed's tied up to the tree. He's like, hey, uh, untie me right now. Um, if I had somebody tied up and they said that to me, I'd be like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you, it, I, I might have been thinking about it before, but you saying it like that really scared me. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> Maybe that attitude's what got you tied up. Um <laughs> So, uh, Mr. Echo picks up Sawyer and is like, hey, I'm, I'm taking this guy to camp. Like, he's not doing good. And Ana Lucia says something like, if that were you, he'd let you die. And I wrote down, if that were you, no one could lift Mr. Echo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he, you know, what are you going to do? You, you going to stop Mr. Echo? Right. Like, he's like, no, I'm going to try and save this guy's life. I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this for me. Right. And we already know that, you know, Echo's got a, a history with life and death. Like, we already, yeah, we've seen time. him, like beat a couple of dudes to death already and so like you know his conscience as far as he's like yeah i when he says i'm not doing it i'm not gonna let this guy die if i can yeah. save him like yeah it makes total sense to me go back to la yeah she's back on patrol with yeah. some partner some some partner how dare you what let's have a shout out for michael cudlitz ladies and oh. gentlemen yeah, no, no, no. Oh. I'm just like I don't know. Do we get his his character name? I don't think so because I, I had to look it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, some partner. Yeah, who we're not interest, introduced to, but Michael Cudlitz, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. um, of uh, The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Band of Brothers. Band of Brothers. There we go. Yeah. Um, I know him from Southland, where he also plays a, a Los Angeles patrol cop. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> But yeah, he's he's trying to you know be be a good partner. Like, hey, they give you them good drugs, ah, you know. Yeah. Um, in, in South in Southland, uh, Michael Cudlitz's character is a, he's a pillhead. <laughs> I'm, I, I I was curious if Lost and Southland were set in the same television universe. Ooh, we might be onto something here. Hold could on, be something there. could be something. Yeah. There. Uh, but Andalusia pretty uh, quickly figures out like they're not they're just in like a real boring like business district like why are we here 
she's like yeah and my mom fucking put you up to this and he's like well you know maybe <laughs> she can because yeah. of the command structure of law enforcement like if she gives me an order i have to do it or they send me home yeah uh, <laughs> Cause yeah, I was I was thinking I was like, did he just take it upon himself to just start patrolling an area? That's not how patrols work. Right. Cause yeah, when when you come in for the shift, they they give out the assignments and they they assign radio cars to a beat. Right. So like yeah, he can't just get in one and be like, I think we're gonna drive around the fucking Westfield Shopping Center today. We're gonna drive around uh, the driveway of my house. <laughs> yeah. But they get a call, uh, a domestic call, and uh, no one else is picking up, so... No, what happens is the uh, dispatch assigns it to another car, uh, and then Anna Lucia takes it. Ah, there you go. And that's why why, uh, Michael Cudlitz says, that's not ours, you know? Right. But yeah, she wants to get back in the action, back in the saddle right away. Um, This scene... (laughs) Yeah. Jesus. Uh, Really really quick, did you you catch their their car number? Uh, I did. Yeah. Eight Adam sixteen eight yeah. sixteen. Oh shit! I didn't catch that part. I just yeah. I just did notice their car number. But yeah, eight sixteen two of the numbers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just assume now that every time there's any sort of numerical anything, I'm just like, is it one of the fucking that's numbers? Probably, that's probably one of the fucking numbers. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so they get to the domestic. Um. Jesus. A couple arguing over some shit. Uh. The dude's got a TV. The Oh, the lady's got a baby. Like, it's your classic television domestic dispute. Two people screaming at each other. We're not quite sure why they're screaming at each other. Yeah. The cops get there. And de-escalate the situation. Immediately, as yep. per their training. <laughs> Christ, on a fucking cracker, man. Like... <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, Cud- Cudlitz does his best to try to. Yeah, like he's actually a, a good cop. Like he, it seems he, like he just comes in. He's like, "Hey, let's you know, calm down, put the TV down, put the baby down, like whatever. We'll talk about it." Uh, and then a millisecond later, Analysi is like, "Oh, this is taking too long," and just pulls a gun on the guy. Yeah, um, like. Uh, <laughs> yeah like i knew it was coming yeah oh yeah like, just the way the whole like even i don't i don't remember the specifics of the episode but i do remember mm-hmm. you know sort of what happens in this episode but just the way the episode is structured the the you know minutes leading up to this yeah it's like you know you know exactly that this is gonna happen and even though i knew it was gonna happen like as soon as it happened i was i was like i like uh, i was like Ugh. yeah Ugh. it was tough I mean, it was tough to watch i don't know like i and this is coming from a guy who watches like cop shows, yeah, fairly regularly. Like, like I've said this before. Like, I like Law and Order. I like Southland. I like it. Like, I, yeah. I understand that they're fiction, you know. But like this, I don't know. There was something about this one that was really like fucked up. TikTok has um, figured out some really weird things about me. Um, <laughs> I like um, fabricating videos, even though I know nothing about fabricating. Sure. You know, I uh, I like weird comedy that that in. in that involves food. Okay. Um, I also have a weird fascination with um, footage that people record of cops clearly violating people's rights. Right. Um, not because I like that, right. but because it it like I feel something visceral. Yeah. In them, just because like 
yeah, I, I understand basic rights. I understand how this shit should be working. Um, you know, I have some experience in it in the military mm-hmm. and I get this just this knot in my gut when I yeah. see cops just like whipping out guns at people yeah. and just arresting people that literally have done nothing wrong. Uh, and I got that exact same feeling watching this and it's just, it's disgusting. Yeah. And I, and I, I was just thinking about this. I, I think the reason why um, like I'm, I'm able to watch things like Law and Order and Southland and stuff like that is like I think I think we were talking about this a while ago maybe uh we were just chatting off off mic but I was talking mm-hmm. about the the Francois Truffaut quote um you can't make an anti-war film um mm. you can't yeah. and and sort of the same like you I think you can apply the same thing to cop television shows you can't make an anti-cop television show by by putting cops on television you're glorifying what they're doing sure and so uh, by that understanding every cop show is copaganda. Yeah. Granted, Lost isn't a cop show. Mm-hmm. It just has cop characters in it. But so things like Law and Order and Southland and stuff like that, they're, they're creating this fictionalized narrative of police officers that are doing their best, right. you know? And so that's why you don't, you rarely, it, it happens occasionally in these shows, but like you rarely see the cops in Law and Order and Southland and The Wire and stuff like that. Viol- like you're straight up violating somebody's rights, like the way right, you see right. it is in this scene. And so that, yeah. yeah. So, and then when it does, even when it happens in those shows, it's still sickening to watch. Right. Or, um, or it's like a show like The Shield where it's like, that's the point. These are right. all fucking crooked right. cops. Right. Cause these are the bad guys. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. Huh. Yeah. So yeah. So she she um, Cudless has to de then has to deescalate the yeah. escalation created by Ana Lucia. He has to tell it like Ana, yeah. Officer Cortez. Officer put Cortez. Your cor- yeah. yeah. Holster your res- weapon. Doesn't yeah. respond to that. He's like Ana Lucia. You need to put your gun down right now. And like yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. pretty intense. Yeah. And then we cut back to the island. Yeah. Saeed's coming to. Um, uh, she's she's uh, rubbing her head with the gun with her finger on the trigger. Yep. Yep. This is. A, Don't do that. It, Don't well, do yeah. that. Well, and get your booger hook off the bang switch. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, it, uh, her actions here are certainly irresponsible. But we come later to realize that she's probably at this moment struggling with some thoughts of self-harm. Uh, self-harm or just shooting Saeed in the face. Well, yeah, maybe one, yeah. then the other. Yeah. yeah. But so Michael goes to bring Saeed some water and Bonnie will see him, points the gun at him again. And he's just like, you're going to shoot me for giving this guy water? Like, yeah. then, do, then do it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, the line that um, Saeed says later, like she's she's got a gun and guilt, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, that's really a lot of Anna Lucia's like when we cut back to this location on the island it's a lot of the same repeated now for the rest of the episode like a yeah. lot of just Anna Lucia like uh I have the guns I have the power but like no one's fucking listening to me mm. and that's as deep as my character goes <laughs> <laughs> like I know I fucked up but I have a gun right. ho 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 <laughs> Michael says that the others took Walt yep uh, fills him in a little bit on what happened uh, with the raft stuff. Like it tells him, and we don't, we haven't seen this, but <laughs> no, <laughs> Walt got took the night they left. Oh, really? That's what he's, he's like. They t- the night we left. Oh, man, yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah. Um, so we haven't seen it, but Michael tells him. So like they didn't get far. <laughs> yeah. Cut to more fucking golf. Yeah. Kane Jack playing golf. Yeah. The ladies um, tease ten what feet a forward. Fucking prick. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, fuck you. I'm shooting from the same spot. And yeah. she just, she drills a nice, just like, what I'm assuming one. is a nice shot. Yeah. Um, and then he, yeah, he shanks one right into the tree line. Um, his, 
I'm looking at his face after he blows that shot, and I'm just like, if the if this game continues, this guy's going to be very very mad that he lost yeah. a lot of golf to to K, and he's gonna right. be like, he's gonna be like personally hurt. Yeah, he'll he'll that. spend the rest of the evening explaining to her the game of golf and yeah. why he lost. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I was certainly not looking forward to that happening. Yeah. Uh, so he shanks one. They go to look for the ball because they need them. There's a finite number on this fucking island. Unless, unless in the Dharma drops, they're dropping Dharma balls. You yeah, know, it's 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 a uh, it's Dharma initiative brand ranch dressing, Apollo bars, uh, bottled water, and Titleist. Twelve and, twelve packs and nerve gas. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Jack's looking around for the ball, and, and Kate is shook by something we don't know what i was like oh is it a polar bear it's something more dangerous than a polar bear it's fucking mr echo baby she her look over jack's shoulder that sold me i was like oh, oh yeah fuck what is oh. super good yeah uh <laughs> then we see echo carrying sawyer's fucking corpse jack yeah. lifts up the golf club like he's gonna pound him with it like yeah that's no. an iron my dude that's just gonna break on him like, <laughs> that thing's tiny you're just gonna make him angry yeah exactly <laughs> what's, what's that line from blazing saddles don't try and shoot him you'll only make him angry <laughs> <laughs> fucking mongo yeah mongo oh god uh, uh but yeah where's the uh, doctor yeah where's the doctor <laughs> cut cut to the hatch oh dude they could have done a what's up doc <laughs> 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 yeah cut to the hatch uh john Locke. yeah they're dropping off crossword puzzles too unless this is an old one um, yeah how is desmond in there for that long and he hasn't completed every crossword, <laughs> every crossword 97 times every over search yeah. yeah like just done in different colors like written right. over a thousand times yeah. yeah he's just working the button yeah just working the button he's just, just happy shift. to be here <laughs> yeah just just a computer crossword uh, and then Jack and Kate bring in a mostly dead Sawyer. Yeah, yeah. Jack's uh, gonna throw him in the shower to yeah, try to break his fever. Tra- break his fever. Locke is like, "Hey, what happened?" And the the alarm's going off for the thing, and yeah. Jack has to remind Locke, "Hey, go John. push your fucking button, John." The button, which again felt like it was a little out of character. Like, yeah, Locke Locke is all about the button, baby. Right. Like Locke knows he's got what. Four or five minutes. Once yeah. the once the, the noise starts, he's yeah. got time. He's still got time. Yeah, you could answer his question before he goes and hits the button. Right. I don't know. Anyways, don't know. you're right. You're right. It, it 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 did seem a little weird. Maybe Jack's like, well, I mean, if we're gonna do the button, let's fucking do the button. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going to, are you in or out on this fucking button thing? Right. Yeah. Jail. Um, come on. So he goes and hits the button, um, and he meets Mr. Echo. Yeah, Echo's looking at one of the Dharma symbols, which, again, for those playing, you know, the the paying attention to Lost Game at home, are like, oh, there's different symbols at the different locations. Okay. Yeah, so, because the middle section survivors, they've only seen this one. Right. Now Mr. Echo is putting some pieces together. So, and again, John's like, hey, who are you? I'm yeah. John. I right. like, I'm not talking to you. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're not friends. Why are you so obsessed with me? We're not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> Cut back to the jungle. Yeah, more of the same shit. Anna Lucy is like obsessed with her gun. She's uh, She has finally created a, an out for herself. Yes. She asks Michael to basically put together a bug out bag for her and bring it back. Yeah. 
and she will go live a uh, a Danielle Rousseau like existence by right. herself in the jungle. <laughs> uh, this is a terrible plan um, because <laughs> if they have ammo, and he says, yeah, so a couple of boxes couple or boxes, you know whatever, yeah. uh, you can you can guess that they got one gun and boxes of ammo. They hmm. probably got more. So now you're sending one of them off to a place that most likely has more guns. They now know where you are, how many you have with you, and they're coming back with guns. How do you think this is going to fucking shake out? The interesting thing about Michael's uh, response to, yeah, a couple of boxes. Like We haven't seen when the raft departed yet, but I think it left before they got into the hatch. Oh. So I think there's a good chance that Michael is at this point in... The Lost Chronology, completely unaware of the shitload of rifles that they have. They got fucking uh, the basement from Tremors. <laughs> Air filtration, water filtration. Yeah. We could have made a stand there. You're right, Michael Gross. We could have. But yeah, this is a horrible idea. Like you said, this is such a bad idea. Yeah. Like the the only way that this is a good idea is if the if it's a, it's a fake plan to just like get him to leave and then she leaves before they come back. Yeah, she ain't that smart. Yeah, so. Uh, cut back to flashback. Um, they're wrapping up their shift. Yep. They, um... What's the fucking partner's name? Mike. Mike. Yeah, so yep. Mike. Mike's like, I'll sign us out. She's like, oh, you're talking to me now? Like, oh, no, no, you're gonna... Like, just yeah, wanna go home. You you were violating someone's rights. I, I want to put this day behind us. They get inside, and she finds out that they have arrested somebody um the man who shot her mm-hmm. and so they don't really talk about this in the, the beginning of the episode so we well, all we know is she was involved in an officer involved shooting yes this is where we find out that she got shot she got shot right but say because otherwise if they got a sheet cake because you shot someone man that's why the cops shoot so many people that just want cake <laughs> Christ. <laughs> um so she goes into you know one of the the one way mirror, two way yep. mirror, whatever the fuck they call them. Yeah, observation yeah. rooms. And um, like, yep, this is him, right? Like, we got a partial. And she says, nope, it's not him. It's the end of that. Don't they say that he's going to confess or he did confess? Yeah, he did. He confessed. Yeah. He's got a partial print and a confession, and she won't, she won't ID him. Which at that point, the DA should be like, well, I don't need your confession. I still have enough to put him away. I have a confession yeah. and a partial print. Thank you. <laughs> Why did they let him go? Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't find this out until the next scene, but they cut, they cut him loose yeah. with a confession and a partial print. I Again, I've seen a lot of TV shows. I've seen Hang Him High McCoy hold men on less <laughs> who were guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Um also anyway. just just side note, just like uh my grandfather was shot four times throughout his his uh stint in Europe. Um Jesus. when he went backpacking through Europe, a uh, l- little bit of a different situation. Um Is that a euphemism for being in World War II or was he backpacking in Europe? It is World War II. Oh, okay. I was like, what the fuck are you about to tell me? Uh she got four hollow points through the vest yeah which there's there's some questions i have about ballistics but without knowing what caliber she was shot with okay um if you're shot four times with hollow points and they go through the vest i don't think you're returning back to duty um you're lucky to be alive you're you're probably missing a bunch of inside stuff yeah um and you should you should live your days 
peacefully somewhere, you know? I, I was shot in the did. gallbladder and the appendix, fortunately, two non-essential organs, so I'm fine to go back to duty. <laughs> shot me right in a tumor that I was... <laughs> so, you know... Uh, God, um... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come back to the island. Um, Shannon's dead body. <laughs> just looking at it, um, you can see her breathing. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean... If if you've ever act, if you've ever tried to act dead before, it is really hard to be totally still. So you know, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. mad at I'm not no. mad at Maggie for that. Yeah, she's earning that uh, guest star paycheck. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Back to the hatch. Back to the hatch. Echo and John Locke are talking. Echo describes sort of you know there was an accident. Um, mm-hmm. This blonde lady died. Yeah. John Locke's like, oh shit, it's Shannon. Yeah. Uh, he he kind of reacts the way I would expect him to react. Like, yeah. This was actually like a, like a, a moment of reaction where I was like, again, I, I bought it. I was like, he doesn't yeah. know what to do with that. Like Echo framed it as an accident. Like to begin, he's like, there was an accident. Yeah. Shannon was killed. Like a- accidents happen on this island all the time. We've seen them happen. People and fucking so, die on this island all the time. Right. So like, so for John to not fly off the handle immediately, I think that yeah. would, you know, using his head. Pretty rational. Uh, he's like, well, can you, you know, um... Uh, does he ask to, can you tell me where or yeah can you take like me there? Can, can you take me there and he says you know we, we we can't go back right now or they or they can't come back right now or something yeah to why didn't they come with you like yeah whatever, like, yeah that was it yeah, yeah. why they, they why can't they come, come back with you? they can't J- jack and kate have sire sawyer out of the shower and they've got him in the bottom bunk the bunk least equipped to uh help somebody heal from a gunshot wound as, yeah. uh, as, <laughs> as you've expounded on the past fucking bullshit put him in the top bunk <laughs> Uh, so like they cleaned him up, they 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 dressed yeah. his wound. Uh, they got to get some antibiotics in him. He's still in yeah. real bad shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they try to just get it down with some water. Jack's yeah. bedside manner isn't great. He spits him right back up. Yeah. Kate's like, I can, I can do the the Trinity from the Matrix thing and just kind of whisper in his ear. And which I I've seen some really strange interactions with. Uh, like medical stuff where, where people think that just like talking to someone who's unconscious is going to like help them. Sure. And I, I would, I would assume I'd probably have the same face that Jack had like, okay, this is going to fucking work. Uh, right. But you know, she very like calmly and, and lovingly is like explaining it to him, um, pats his head and says, I need you to take this pill. And he does. Yeah. And, and then, I mean, the other thing that's causing Jack's face is, oh, my competition's back. Mm hmm. So, I I, I just hope. let him die. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing too. It's like this is the, we've we've dunked on Jack for being a bad doctor in the past. Like he's actually trying to save Sawyer's life. He doesn't want yeah. Sawyer to die here. But like I think there's part of him that does. <laughs> yeah, like a little part of him is like I could just not waste our limited supply of antibiotics on this racist peckerwood and let him yeah. fucking croak. Um, but he doesn't. So. I didn't learn the whisper in the ear in doctor school. What a dick. Fuck off, Jack. Fucking. Yeah. They should have both gave him a tender smooch on either cheek. <laughs> Kate and Jack are here to take care of you, Sawyer. So I kiss my dog. Um, cut back to the tailies. Bernard's like. I'm taking my sick outfit and I'm getting out of here. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why bother wearing pants at that point? Well, I was thinking about that and I was like, you know, 
we we talk a lot about the about the jorts for those on the beach, which I feel like makes sense. But if you've been in the jungle yeah. and you got to deal with like underbrush, like yeah. your legs might get pretty cut up. So like he's just trying to protect what what skin is there. Right. He's been unable to replace his shredded slacks with a different pair of pants from somebody else's luggage because the tailies didn't have access to the luggage the same amount of luggage at the, the right. middle section so yeah so just rocking those shredded slacks man and Pretty for those I mean, of you kind of looking to get some new slacks for the holidays 30 percent <laughs> off at kohl's right now <laughs> i have some kohl's cash in my wallet but it expired in 2008 can i can you hook me up or what <laughs> you'd be surprised how many people ask that uh yeah so bernard's like i'm out of here Libby's like i'm fucking yeah i'm all about bandwagons uh i'm leaving too if i have any hope of being upgraded from guest star to main cast i gotta leave as well so (laughs) (laughs) so they leave they leave on lucia and so uh saeed there yeah uh michael running through the woods yeah booking it just hustling and he he barrels into son's garden Actually, I really like this scene. Yeah. Because she sees him. Yeah. He sees that she sees him, and he's like, bottom line up front, Jin's okay. Yeah. Something happened. I need Jack right now. Right. I will ex- I will explain. I promise yes. to explain. Jin, Jin is fine. Yes. We need to find Jack. And that was like a one time where I didn't get to somebody saying, you got to take me to Jack. And right. I wasn't immediately aggravated. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was really good. I was like, yeah. dude, Michael's actually doing really good this episode. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, from there, we cut to the hatch. Jack is interrogating Echo. Mm. Um, We've seen Mr. Echo kill two guys with one knife swipe. Yeah. Jack is playing with fire, and he yeah. doesn't know it. He does not realize it. No. He's, yeah. He's in a he's in a precarious situation. Yeah. Um, is he yelling out? You know, where are they? Yeah. Where are they? Take me to them. Blah blah blah. You're blah, just gonna whatever. sit there and not say anything, and Mr. Echo just calm like a fucking bomb. <sighs> You gonna talk to me or are you just gonna sit there? Anything I say would only make you angry. So yes, I will sit here. Uh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> I love I loved Echo and, and he didn't have a ton of screen time, but like I loved every scene he did. But but having seen the twenty third Psalm, I feel like us in the podcast yeah. get more out of these scenes oh, yeah. than your I casual think, viewer because so. they're just like who the fuck's this guy, this fucking guy? All? Yeah. i'm like no it's mr echo dude that's echo he'll, he'll, he'll ruin your life or make it better and it's kind of up to you which he does <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah oh yeah. my god uh michael plows in um yeah which puts mr echo in kind of a weird place because he's like i'm gonna try to let this situation resolve itself and michael's like i i'm here to help oh shit echo tell uh, echo says again uh Anna lucia made a mistake and yeah. this gives jack pause um he seems to recognize the name, the name. yeah Anna lucia when echo says it he, and he's gonna uh yeah and so uh echo says uh that he'll take jack and just jack and no guns yeah, because um, uh, like Michael comes in, he's like, "Ah, Saeed's in trouble," blah, blah. and so they're they're gonna mount up. They're you know they start grabbing the rifles and all kinds of shit, and they're gonna roll out deep. And yeah, Echo's like, "Let's not do that." Uh, so uh, Jack agrees uh, to Echo's terms, and the two of them head out. Yeah, uh, we cut back to the jungle where Ana Lucia and Saeed. <laughs> I, I wrote that they're making small talk, but it's not really like small talk. Yeah, she's just tossing the magazine in and out of the gun like a fucking psycho. Yeah, where are you from? Got any kids? Crazy weather, huh? <laughs> See any polar bears? Uh, and so he's just like, you gonna kill me? Like, yeah, and like he, man, this, uh, 
his little little monologue here holy f- so <laughs> yes i well from a cinematography standpoint they should have done a push in rather than a zoom but that's just me um, i thought that the zoom was weird i was like there's got to be a better way to do like yeah. i see what they're trying to do but yeah, I it's don't called know a push in do, okay. like do, dolly in don't dolly don't gotcha, gotcha. In. Yeah. yeah um so he tells the story about like you know 40 days ago i tortured a man and i've tortured a lot of guys and like i'm dead inside already from all that now the person i love is gone okay telling like this is where i'm at either kill me or do something because i'm i'm that's where i'm at right so she's like i'm a cop right and uh i had this really bad time where this guy shot me and then Saeed's like well what what happened to the to the guy and she has this weird reaction like oh uh, uh n- nothing they never found him i'm like <laughs> no that's when you tell like no i, I then i killed him and i yeah. covered up the murder otherwise what was the point of that story like right. i had a bad day once yeah yeah, like, <laughs> like what? They, they they cut to the the flashback right before she answers the question. Yeah, but yeah, like her answer, it doesn't play. Like, oh um, no. But we so we flash back to L.A. Uh, on Lucy's in a bar, yeah. following the dude that got cut loose. For, like, yeah, he's on the street. Maybe he's on bail. I don't know. But Whatever. like, there's no way he's like, yeah, like you, we said earlier, they have the evidence that that, that guy is going to jail. Yeah. Um, so she he leaves the bar and she follows him outside. How um, he doesn't notice her or recognize her is fucking buck wild. Yeah. Um. Maybe he was on crank or something yeah. when he shot. I don't know. But yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Um. Hey. Do I know you? I was pregnant. And then she blasts <laughs> it's not my kid. him. <laughs> oh, wait. Blam, 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 blam. She um, just fucking executes him. She shoots him three times. Yeah. And then walks over to his body and shoots him, what, three more times? Pip, 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 pip. Uh, you, know, you know how they could have figured out it was her? Uh, because she didn't put in ear pro and she fired that many rounds in quick succession <laughs> under a bridge. So the next day when she came into work and was fucking deaf. <laughs> hey, Ana Lucia, we, uh, there was a homicide last night, uh, you know, outside this bar, uh, you know, just outside of the thing. <gasps> what? <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you. I fired a gun without ear pro a whole bunch. <laughs> Um, I use the phrase execute because that's what she did. Yeah, she did. She executed him. Yeah. This was all it was, was an extra legal execution. Because, I mean, the guy was a criminal. Yeah. That absolutely does not justify no. what happened. No. <laughs> yeah, it's it's murder any which way you look at it. And do, yeah. does it suck that she was pregnant and yes. clearly lost the baby and is probably incapable of having another child? Yes. Yeah, it's real bad. Doesn't mean you just get to kill somebody no. with impunity. Nope. Like, nope, nope, nope. Um, cut back to the jungle. This is where she tells, yeah, again, like giving no, like there, there could have been catharsis here. Yeah. Like this man tried to kill me for no good reason. Yeah. And then I killed him. Right. And I lost a he, baby after, and yeah, I lost, lost my relationship. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. also nothing, but like, she's like, I don't know. They never found him. They never found him. <laughs> That's why I'm dead aside. Cause I still haven't gotten vengeance, but you have, um, <laughs> right. Uh, so she cuts him loose yeah she's like pick it up i deserve it and he's like nah yeah we're both dead yeah we're both dead inside um and it's early season two so we got a lot of time to be dead inside <laughs> <laughs> yeah because you're also going to be dead outside <clears throat> uh, cut to the hatch so uh, all I have written down here is Sawyer and Kate so that's my exact same <laughs> note hatch Sawyer Kate 
Okay, moving and then, on. And then it just goes to beach. Um, <laughs> this, I so the the heartfelt music starts. Yeah, I thought it was just gonna be a reunion between Michael and the dog, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I fucking feel that. <laughs> he comes at the beach just like by himself, yeah. and we see Vincent. Uh, it's like, oh yes, the yeah. dog. Oh, Fucking everybody loves dogs, right? He comes over there. Oh man! But then yeah, like when it when the music continues to swell and swell, and then we cut over to the tree line, and, and yeah. we see in the distance, Jin come out just yeah. ahead of Bernard and Libby. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure I've said this before, but like I, I've I've gotten to a point in my life where like TV and movies, like if I feel like I'm gonna cry, oh, I don't yeah. fight it. I don't fight. No. I was uh, fucking weeping in my apartment. One hundred percent. I I cried. So I I wrote uh, once Bernard saw Rose, I legit started to cry. When Jin saw Sun, I legit got a boner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so man. That's the thing. This episode, all of the main shit with Anna mm-hmm. Lucia, cut all of that. I love everything yeah. else that happened in this fucking episode. Yeah. yeah. The, the yeah, reunion like, is so sweet. I mean, yeah, the music helps. Of course. Like, but, but it's, it's that's lo- what music's like, supposed to do. Music's yeah. supposed to help. We've, like, we've waited for the reunion of these characters, and they finally have this closure where they're like, oh, my God, the person I love is okay. Like, that's right. a good scene. Right. And it's, and it's wild because, like, these two reunions, neither one of them were diminished for me by the fact that we're watching the show out of order. No. They're <laughs> very the, good. From the, from the opening of the episode. Yeah. Based on our knowledge that, you know, we know what happens in 48 days and we know what happens in uh, in the other episode. Like, I, we know that they're going to get back together because yeah. there's no holes in the in the schedule anymore. Yeah. And so, like, I was looking forward to it just from the credits opening. Yeah. And then when it, yeah, when it finally happened, I, just, I, I was just totally opened up. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, very, very good. Yeah. Um, we cut to the jungle. Yeah. Echo and Echo Jack. Echo and Jack find Saeed and Aunt Lucia. Uh, Saeed is carrying Shannon's dead body. He's just got this look on his face, like, that says it all. Yeah. yeah. Like, like the the moment just before, and then the heartbreak yeah. that exists inside. Yeah. Um. And then and then you know uh, I didn't I wasn't championing uh, Ana Lucia throughout most of the episode, but like just the despondency in Ana Lucia, like she's totally lost right now too, completely mm-hmm. spun out, and like so you can see that in her. Yeah. And so it's like we go from this these beautiful happy reunions on the beach to this cloud of despair. Yeah. And holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> She's also wildly out of focus in her close-up, but hey, whatever. Yeah, well, and, 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 the, so, and I liked the shot right at the end where we just the, yeah. I was just gonna say it's a really good shot. the the two <laughs> The two leaders of the two groups kind of finally facing facing each other for the yeah. first time, sort of. And they and they know that they have a problem to deal with. Yeah, because of Shan's death, and yeah. and they might and they might apparently know each other from before. We here at Lost and Lost don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's collision. Wow, this is a weird one, man. Yeah, uh, did we like it? Was it good? <sighs> I don't know, man. I'm <laughs> I'm struggling over this. Like, like, like I I just said, I like everything except yeah. for the a plot. Yep. Yeah. I like Sawyer being dealt with. Yeah. I like uh, Echo and Locke barely interacting but still interacting i like mm-hmm. the reunion mm-hmm. i like uh michael running around i all the Ana lucia scenes if if you 
took all of the scenes where Tsai's just tied up yeah. and she's just waving a gun around you could put them in any fucking order and they in the episode just jumble yeah. them around and it does not impact the episode right it does it does the exact same thing which is honestly has lost it <laughs> right yeah. um uh, it just felt like it was so it it it's all just surface level i have a gun and i'm angry and yeah. it just did nothing for me yeah yeah i i think i would agree uh, entirely um yeah. and i think this speaks to my uh my love of javier griot marx watches writing yeah um he's one of my favorite writers on lost and i think this episode is really well written yeah because the flow is really good yeah and i i don't i don't i don't like yeah i don't like the the stuff with on the and the gun in the jungle and, uh, and all that the, yeah the a plot is i don't care about it right it's still well written. Yeah, like, I I fucking cried at the end of this episode. And and like, the, and like you said, I didn't even think about this until later. Like Michael Michael's performance throughout Michael Dawson, um, you know Harold Perrineau, like the yeah. stuff that he does, his characterization is really good. Yeah. Um, and he, again, with limited screen time, and it's right? Just like, like there's so many, even even this trunk of the the story, which is kind of shitty, and I don't care about everything hanging on it is really awesome. Even even when Jack is being a piece of shit to Kate, it's allowing Kate to be good at things and to like yeah. show her worth as someone on the island who brings something to the table right you know? and, like, and yeah getting away from just this you know her her wannabe outcast stuff and the and the stove and her dad issues and all that stuff like yeah like we're seeing kate be three-dimensional here too like or at yeah. least the, the the formations of it yeah yeah so i i guess we could probably give it a solid kind of yeah yeah. There's some really good stuff in this episode. There's also some really dumb some, shit. Yeah, there's some really stupid shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So, uh, Lost MVP, who who is your favorite? Who was the MVP of this episode? Minus your context, minus things you know about the show. Who is the all-star MVP of Collision? Um, we don't have a guess, so am I going we first? You guess, go first. They're not going to go first. Um, do you want to go first? I'll go first. Go ahead. Um, it's Rags, <laughs> detective, officer, secretary. I don't know what he Lieutenant, is, but you know what? Sergeant. He's he's running around. He's trying. He's communicating. You know the 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 bullpen is a, is a crazy place. He's trying to just disseminate information. He's just trying to be a cop. You know. Sure. So you know Rags, sure. R A G G S. Good yeah. job. You're you're right. He, he, um, I I just now realized that my not realizing that his ruse about the urgent phone call was just subterfuge to get Anna Lucia to come to the cake. Yeah. That wasn't his fault. That's me. I just wasn't paying attention. I mean, I he thought sold you, it. I thought th I thought there was a real phone call. Yeah, really good. Yeah, no, no, no. Regs. All right. Yeah, D Detective Lieutenant Sergeant Officer Regs. <laughs> Is it a ripoff of Riggs? They should have got Mel Gibson to play that guy. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Oh wait a minute. Um. <laughs> Adam, who's your MVP? Uh, I, I, I struggle to think of somebody. Uh, uh, so I think I'm going to give it to Michael. Um, yeah. Just based yeah. on your just based on your description of his uh, his return to the camp. Like you're yeah. right. He, he his, his return is super effective without uh, it doesn't get in anybody's way. It doesn't get it. He doesn't get in his own way. He doesn't get anybody else's way. He comes in. He reassures son immediately. He yeah. disseminates enough, enough information to keep the keep the action moving and even prior to that when he's talking to Saeed he delivers information he tries to get it you know yeah Michael did a good job for, yeah. for once and it was nice, nice to see so Michael yeah
uh, the other half of this bit. Yeah, lost forever. Who uh, who sucks shit? Yep. <laughs> who's 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 got to be done? Yeah, who's who's, who's hacking the, it up? Yeah, for for me, lost forever's got to be Shannon. Uh, <laughs> listen, just die already. <laughs> We've seen you die three times. You're going to have to die at least one more time. You're hamming it up like Paul Rubens and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like, you know that scene where he gets stabbed and he just, like, won't fucking die? Uh, just just, just be done. Just go into that sweet, sweet goodnight and, and just go away. We're done with you. The, the amount of times we've sh- seen Shannon die and had to deal with it, it's apparently the most important death in the show. Apparently. <laughs> Boone died and everybody was like, okay. Eh? Who? Who? Uh, Adam Lost Forever. Uh, my Lost Forever would be the officers of 8 Adam 16. Yeah. Officer Luis, Ana Lucia Cartes, and Officer Big Mike Walton. Yeah. And we've already talked about it during the episode, so I'm not going to get too nuts about it, but um, Ana Lucia's a real bad cop. Yeah. She talked about how this, during this burglary, this dude got the drop on her. Uh, you know, she shouldn't have had her gun if she wasn't prepared to shoot that guy. She, uh, then when she comes back, she obviously doesn't take the therapy and the counseling very seriously. She just wants mm-hmm. to get back. She's using her job as a way to deflect feelings about losing, potentially losing Danny, losing the baby. Um, she obviously has anger issues. She has decision-making issues. She has all yeah. this, she has a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, she's just not equipped to be a police officer. No. And, uh. Uh, and this is sort of like on a, on a bigger scale, uh, which goes to sort of a real world problem. Cops don't snitch on each other. Yeah. Big Mike should have went directly into the captain's office and been like, Ana Lucia pulled her gun during this thing. And if you, the captain, who is also her mom, isn't going to do something about it, I'm going to have to go past your head. I'm going to go to the deputy chief. I'm going to go to whoever I need to do because she's a bad cop and we need her off the street. Right. If this is what she's doing and how she's acting with the first call on her first day back, she's going to shoot somebody. Exactly. And and the, 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 they, they say about cops, uh, a, a few bad apples spoils the bunch. Any cop that, that won't snitch on another bad cop, they're a bad cop too. Right. Um. So yep. that's exactly it. That's it. Um, that's collision. Yeah, it was a bit of, he- of a heavy one. Yeah. Um, uh, do you have anything you want to plug or talk about quick before we sign off? No, I don't think so. Uh, um, lactate. Yeah. Back medicine. Uh, what about you? I, in preparation for this episode, read a very interesting book called uh, Becoming Abolitionists, Police, Protests, and the Pursuit of Freedom by uh, Derricka Purnell. It came out uh, last year in 2021, Mm. Um, and it talked about police abolition, um, and uh, it was very interesting because uh, there's uh, sort of a paraphrase saying that, you know, uh, complaining without offering solutions is cynicism. Mm. Um, The book not only talks about the problems that uh, black indigenous people, uh, communities of color face with the police. Um, it, it addresses a lot of the problems that are there, but then also offers what a world without police could or should look like. Yeah. Um, so if you've ever been curious about police abolition, I myself am a police abolitionist. I do yeah. believe that the, the, the institution should be completely, uh, destroyed because you can't, you can't fix something that is functioning the way it intended to. They always say, <laughs> right. if, you, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Law enforcement is not broken. It's functioning exactly, exactly the way it's like supposed, it's supposed to. to. Yeah. And that's the problem. Right. <laughs> so, we yeah, a I different highly system. Recommend, yeah. So, I highly recommend this book to, to anybody who's been curious about what to do in the wake of 
all the all the stuff that's happened over uh has been happening for decades and especially the stuff that's been happening over the last you know years the george floyd yeah. protest you know Tyra yeah. rice amir, amir Aubrey, elijah mcclain dude um, brianna taylor if you fucking start naming names you're going to be here for the next hour naming exactly. names and that's the fucking problem it's a lot and that's yeah. a problem so yeah. so yeah check that book out um i really really liked it um it was it was an easy read too. It, I know a lot a lot of times stuff like that can be heavy and dense and try hard to get through. It, it's well written, um, and so yeah, check it out if you get a chance. It was yeah probably the best book I read last year. And Google uh, LASD uh, gangs because gangs within the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department are a real thing. And if you think that it can't happen where you live, maybe uh, think again. <laughs> it's also a big problem in the army. Uh, well, thanks for doing all that research, Adam, and doing all that reading uh, in preparation. I just read a bunch of Marmaduke comment, comments. Uh, <laughs> fucking, fucking Marmaduke is solid. Dude, though. that dog's like. so big. <laughs> um, what are we uh, doing next time? Yeah, next time, if you want to be lost with us, check. Uh, we're going to be checking out Season 3, Episode 1, A Tale of Two Cities. The first, oh, shit! first episode of Season 3, starring Jack Shepard. Yeah, that'll be our first season premiere since the pilot. Holy shit. <sighs> Lots changed. That's going to be a good one. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Lost on Lost. Um, thank you to our guest. No one. And uh, thank you, JP, for uh, for entertaining the idea of doing an episode of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Let's never do this again. <laughs> Can't listen to this much of you. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm JP. And I'm Adam. Yeah. You got any idea what's going on in the show? Not a clue. Me neither. Lost on Lost is produced and edited by me and JP. We wish to acknowledge that we live, work, and produce our show on occupied land. Burbank, California is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Tongva, Chumash, Keech, and Fernandeño Tataviam peoples. Milwaukee, Wisconsin is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Peoria, Potawatomi, Miyama, and Ho-Chunk peoples. And Lost was produced in Hawaii on the lands of the Kanaka Maoli. Visit native-land.ca to learn more about the land you live and work on. You can engage with us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter at Lost on Lost One. You can also email us at wearelostonlost at gmail.com or support us with dollar monies at coffee.com slash wearelostonlost. Thanks to Lostpedia and its community of contributors, Danny Schmitz, Random.org, and as always, you the listeners for tuning in. We're hosted at Podbean. You can hear us there or wherever you get your podcasts, except MySpace. We're, we're not on MySpace. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,